Thank you for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast. My name is Kerry Zarb and I've been helping business owners just like you go from headache to heaven in a heartbeat for over 20 years. I'll be giving you all the top advice for getting started in your business, but I'll also be speaking with some of the best business minds to inspire you with valuable insights to help you get ahead in your business. If you've ever hit a roadblock or lost your passion, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome back to the Biz Nation podcast. I'm your host, Kerry Zarb, and on this podcast, we chat to business owners that want to share something with you to help you on your business journey. Today's guest is the amazing Jen Donovan from Social Media and Marketing Australia. Jen has been in marketing for around seven years, and she's so kindly given us her time to come back on the show. You might remember Jen from episode 17, and that feels like a lifetime time ago but go and check it out it's still available and it is certainly still relevant content Jen is also the host of two podcasts small business made simple and stories from the bush she's also currently cooking up podcast number three which will be called along the murray so this is all exciting it's great to have you back Jen and we are going to talk today about a topic of the lost art of human-to-human marketing. So let's welcome our guest today, Jen. It is great to see you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much, Kerry. Gosh, episode 17, that does seem like a long time ago. I know, I know. And this, just um, for your knowledge as well, because we're recording this ahead of time, this is episode 78. (gasps) Whoa. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Yes. a little bit has happened, just just a little bit, right? Teeny bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Jen, thanks for being here. I really appreciate your time. It's super exciting to have you back on the podcast. Would you mind introducing yourself for today's listeners, what you do, who you are, what's going on? That would be fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, I'm Jen. Um, so yeah, I have a marketing and social media business. I don't um, do people's social media marketing. I teach small business owners basically how to make marketing a priority. That's my number one goal in my business is to make small business owners make it a priority because frankly, if you want to grow your business, you need to let more people know about you and what you do and what problems you solve and how do you do that? Well, you've got to learn to market yourself. Um, I'm a mum of three um, amazing, slightly grown up humans um, and I live on a farm in Riverina of New South Wales so we deal with being locked out of New South Wales being locked out of Victoria and being locked out of the border so I have no idea what's going on at the moment so it's all very fun Um, but yeah no so we just live uh, yeah live on the farm and take every day as it comes. And, and Jen, what's that like, just if I can dive into that for a second, what's that like being, you're in between, you're in between, well, kind of in between on the border of Victoria and New South Wales, like a little bit of limbo land, right? Like with all of the lockdowns, they're on, they're off, they're, you know, different states at different times. So I bet that's been a bit of a challenge for you. 
Yeah, look, it's been a massive challenge, um, some more for others. We live in New South Wales, but we shop and school and work all in Victoria. So, um, But look, at the moment, we just take it every day as it comes. We go to cross, we do what we have to do, and you know, one day they'll either stop us or they'll let us through type of thing. Like we've just kind of got over it. A, a little bit there's no more any you know not panicking anymore or anything like that I think everybody has just kind of got used to it but it certainly hurt our region a lot which is I guess the foundations of why I've decided to do the third podcast uh, you know um, along the Murray is to attract tourism to our region that has of course been really hurt and you know of course every region is hurting but that's my little bit that I can do for my region. Yeah I love that Jen and, and oh, oh my god to learn today that you're you know cooking up this third podcast that was just incredible to find out I have to say because uh having two but yet three will there be a fourth or a fifth like who knows watch this space Jen's on fire in the podcast land I have to say so that's super cool and thank you Jen for supporting those regional areas in everything you do so many things to support the rural communities and and people in business in those areas so I'm super grateful for that I know how important that is for our country and for those people in those areas. So thank you for doing that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's so lovely. Um, so, and I guess I probably should have mentioned that, yeah, the side hustle that I have is an online marketplace called Spend With Us, which is all about rural and regional small businesses. So think Amazon, but only for rural and regional Australian small businesses. So, um, yeah, so that's my other side hustle. <laughs> Oh my God, Jen, how do you have time to sleep? You've got so many cool projects on the go and so much that you're trying to achieve and, and doing. And I know that you're working with other people on some of these, you know, initiatives of, as well, but wow, super, super cool stuff. Thank you for sharing that. And if you didn't catch that, listeners, spend with us. And that actually derived from the Facebook group, right? Was that Buy From The Bush yeah, Facebook buy- group? Yeah, Buy From a Bush Business is my Facebook group that I have and it has almost 330,000 members in it. So I call myself mayor of my own little online city. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. Jen Sim City on Facebook into the (laughs) Spend With Us across to the podcast. Oh, my God, where does it end? It's just (laughs) fantastic. So Jen, let's hop into today's topic because we really want to bring as much value as we can about the human to human marketing space. My first question for you is what is human to human marketing, if you wouldn't mind unpacking that for us? Yeah, no worries. So I guess human to human marketing is not a new concept. If you take offline out of our world, once upon a time, we had to go to shops and we had to interact with other human beings to buy things, to, uh, you know, to get things and everything like that. But I think online came on and we kind of started hiding behind our business logo and our what products and services that we sold and we kind of missed that step of you know that human relationship uh you know humans interact with other humans they don't interact with uh, logos and unless you've got a marketing budget of someone that like the golden arches for instance uh, you know at the end of the day the one thing that's going to make you stand out in a crowded and noisy marketplace is you just like it would be if you had to all go back to bricks and mortar and only be dealing with people face to face so it's it's kind of I call it the lost art because you know well for me you go to Instagram and you will see the most amazing 
products and you might go to their grid and you cannot find a human being anywhere in there. So you have no idea who these people are. Mm -hmm. And I think we buy from people who align with the same values as we've got. So that, I guess, is that the essence of what human to human marketing is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really good point, Jen, especially on Instagram. You know, it's a scroll. It's a massive scroll. We, you know, obviously as business owners, we want to stop that scroll. And I think the best way to do that is to turn up as yourself, right? Like to be the the face of your business and actually show up. But I'm curious, like, what does that look like for someone that might be a little bit introverted how do we turn up if we're afraid of the camera how do we you know take that brave step to turn up on social media we should be doing it but how do we overcome that hurdle what's your suggestion Look, I think we need to start small and I say that because that was me. Um, I'm a very different person today than what I was even just six years ago. Like, um, so I'm 46. When I, was 40, when I turned 40, I decided I wanted to learn how to public speak. Prior to that, I was that person and even showing up in camera and things like that, I don't like it. It's probably a reason why I have a podcast rather than a YouTube channel because I don't necessarily necessarily like it but I understand the science behind it and the fact that I need to do it in order to grow my business I need people to relate to me in order to buy whatever products and services it is that I'm selling um so I think we've got to start small for me probably my groundbreaking uh moment happened when um I was a student under um I had a marketing um mastermind that I was attending and I was a student and during breakout at lunchtime our challenge was we had to go live on Facebook I was absolutely petrified and extremely Mm. cranky that I needed to do this because it was way outside my comfort zone and I remember my friend Sam we were sitting down having lunch and I was complaining to Sam about it over and over again clearly to the point where Sam was getting a little bit annoyed about it and he just turned to me and he said yeah but Jen you look and sound the same on video is what you do sitting here having lunch with me so why why does putting a camera make a difference to you and even now I listen to my podcast and I don't think that sounds like me I don't think I sound like that so we have this um I guess this idea of what we look like and what we sound like you know for a a lot of women and maybe some men you the image that we leave the mirror in the morning is not necessarily the image that comes home type of thing Uh, you know our hair's a bit messier our makeup's gone and things like that so I guess it's that um realizing that if you can talk to someone face to face in real life then you can do it on video it's just getting rid of that fear one of the things that I talk to um, my clients about you know if they are at that stage where they are a little bit fearful is just to get your phone out press record and start recording your voice and start recording you don't press pause don't have to do anything with it it's just trying to get used to talking to the camera so if you've got a speech or something you want to say and you stuff it up doesn't matter just keep going and just do it over and over and over again to the point where you'll become a little bit more comfortable like I said I don't like showing up on camera but I do it um you know I think 
again, I look very different to how I do in my social media. I think I look different to that anyway, but I probably don't to other people. Um, I think there is a science behind it, Karen. You might know more than me about this, but when we look at mirrors, it's actually the reverse image of us as opposed to how people actually see yep. us. And I think yep. that's a bit of a trick in our head as well, like how we see ourselves is different to how other people see us. And I think that has something to do with it as well. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, start small. I um, have a bit of a challenge that I set sometimes with video for, uh, you know, my different communities and things. And it's just like, well, you know, set your camera, uh, your phone up and do um, like time-lapse, which is basically, you know, set it up while you're typing emails or doing something. So it's videoing you, but there's no sound and it's on fast forward and it's just doing those little things. Or do a boomerang, you know, where it's kind of like, you know, like a three second clip of you just start small. Like, you know, not everyone's going to be able to put the camera up and do a five minute speech, but also realize that a lot of the people that you see on social media who you think are doing great, scroll back down two years, like go to their grids or go to their socials and actually scroll down and see that they were probably not as great as what they are today. And so, you know, it's that comparisonitis. They're so much better than me, yeah, but they probably weren't. There's every chance that they stumbled as well and mm. that they just pushed through and also realize that a lot of people who do video really well have prompts you know they've maybe got sticky notes on their computer or up Mm. above you know and they're actually reading you know a prompt or something like that they're not always just doing it by rote so I think that not comparing yourself and just starting small are some of the ways that I would recommend people um, try and embrace this human to human marketing. You're listening to the Biz Nation podcast. I would love to connect with you outside of the podcast and you can find me on Clubhouse, Instagram, Facebook or LinkedIn by searching my name, Kerry Zarb, or directly on my website at kerryzarb.club. And don't forget, if you need more support in your business, you can find the community on Facebook at Biz Nation Support Group. And Jen, I just want to touch on something that you said there. That's all fantastic information. But you mentioned about, you know, starting by just picking up your phone and hitting record just for yourself, you know, to get used to yourself. And I want to touch on the mirror thing as well. I'll come back to that in a second. But I think a lot of people get confused with that message and they take it as, oh, so I need to practice so I get better. And then, you know, I can actually feel more confident about what I'm going to put out. But I just want to say for anyone listening, it's not about being perfect. It's not about this rehearsal of how you're going to turn up. It's not about practicing what you want to say or the actions that you want to do. It's about getting comfortable. I just really wanted to highlight that because if it's not perfect, it's normally better. Like, you know, messy's good. Like messy is really, really good. So for anyone listening that has that camera fear and thinks that they can't do it, it, what Jen's saying is not, you know, this practice mentality. It's getting used to yourself. And then touching on the mirror situation, oh, my God, yes, it is not, this is not what I see, you know. (laughs) And and sometimes when I've seen that, that flip, I've looked and gone, 
oh, and the first time I saw it, I went, oh, my God, that's what everybody sees. That's not me. They don't get to see me. That's not me. And I had this whole freak out session of yeah. they're, they're getting the wrong version. They're actually getting the wrong version of me. That's my, this is my good side, you know, <laughs> like that type of thing. So I think all really good stuff, Jen, and yeah. um, super yeah. fun conversation as well. Um, and <laughs> you, are, you are really, you are so right there. It is about, you know, the confidence and not the perfection. And I think, you know, I look back at, my journey into it like the first very first speaking gig I did was in front of 180 people I was in the toilets five minutes literally throwing up five minutes before I went on stage I was so nervous now I get nervous but I'm not in the toilet throwing up so you know it's not that I'm now super comfortable I still get nervous but I've learned to control it so it, it is about learning to talk into the camera and it's you know, trying to get over the throw-up stage, just into the nervous stage, I guess, and moving on from there and getting that confidence Mm. up. So, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for clearing that up. No, no, happy to add that in. I just wanted, look, because that's what I went through, like literally when I started the podcast and then I started the video podcast, it was like so nerve-wracking, you know, to actually turn up on camera. But also the other thing I wanted to add to Jen, and you would have seen this and experienced this, that when you pick up the phone, the camera is at the top of the screen and we often are watching ourselves so our eyes are actually tipped downwards and just like now recording this podcast, sorry for the listeners, you can't see this if you're not watching the video, (laughs) but I'm looking at Jen on the screen but the camera's actually up there so there's just that Mm -hmm. little slight difference of area as to where our eyes go Mm -hmm. and getting used to being that way intentional as well, like that that throws me for six still, (laughs) like still now, like can't help it. (laughs) Too good. So Jen, um, my next question for you is how can we implement this human to human marketing? What does this look like for a small business owner? Like we've gone through, you know, starting to turn up, breaking through some barriers and getting through some hurdles and some butterflies, but what does it look like for a small business owner? You mentioned about the scroll and the feed and, you know, not having a human present. What's, what's a bit of a tip for anyone listening to make that a reality and, and have that happen for their business? Yeah, um, I, I think for starters, uh, you know, I've got to say it's got to work with your strategy. So whatever your marketing strategy is, this needs to be part of your marketing strategy. But f- say, for instance, you sell candles and you think, well, you know, I, I sell candles. So people want to buy the candles. It's like, yes, they do want to buy the candle, uh, but they would also like to know the person behind the um, behind the candles business or, you know, perhaps even the process of candles. So maybe some video are you holding the candles type of thing rather than just of the candles maybe it is the process of setting up that um, time lapse video while you're making candles so again there's no sound or anything like that but there's a human presence in there um so I think that's sort of it you know it might be for service-based businesses maybe you really do need to invest in a photographer and get some beautiful shots done of you working inside your business or you know those types types of shots like I think as small business owners um you know it's so easy to start a business now have a phone have a computer uh, have a PayPal account and pretty much you can start a business type of thing but we really do need to learn to invest in ourselves and invest in standing out from that marketplace so maybe it is hiring a photographer for five or six hundred dollars and getting some really great shots that you can then 
share on social media. Um, you know, something like Canva, you know, has changed so many people's worlds in that, you know, now you can remove the background. So, you know, I might have a photo of me um, out in the mm-hmm. garden, which would be lovely. And all of a sudden I can put myself in, you know, a completely different place. Um, you know, it's perhaps not all that great authentically, but as long as, you know, you're not putting yourself somewhere that, you know, is um out of your branding, it, you know, it's a good way of repurposing photos for sure. So I think it is uh, investing in some good photography, but it's also just sharing a little bit of you. Like what what do you do every day that other people would relate to? As small business owners, we really underestimate what we know that other people would love to know. And I think we need to start embracing, you know, you might just make candles and I hate that word just said but that's my, what you might think but you know I, I I would have no idea how to make a candle or um probably I'd know how to make a candle but how do you make the sense like you know uh, all of that sort of thing like there's mm. an art and science behind it and that will create my curiosity which then might make me buy candles from you as opposed to everybody else that's out there that probably sells what you sell. Um, I definitely live in that marketplace. Like this is social media and marketing um, coach and mentor probably for every street of every corner in Australia. So what makes me stand out? Well, I put myself out there and people who relate the most to me come to me. People who relate the most to my opposition, go to them. Like we live in a world of abundance. So, but if I wasn't putting myself out there and all I was doing is tips and tricks and I'm not standing out, I'm just like everybody else. Yeah, really good point there, Jen. And I think you do a really good job of turning up. You're often live on socials and, you know, turning up at, at, almost like a a bit of a schedule as well. So helping people that want to kind of tune in and find you, you know, keeping something a little bit, consistency is pretty, pretty important if we go into the live space and we want to do a bit of a series of those, you know, when we're turning up in person And, and you do a fantastic job of that. And I think the other important thing is when you turn up, you are you you just be you, you know, regardless of, you know, all the stumbles, we we have it in, in podcasting, as we know, like we don't always get our words right. We sometimes mix them up and turn them around and upside down. And, and that's okay. That's what people need to realize is we're probably too critical of ourselves to go, oh, I said the wrong thing. I better start again. Oh, I did. I meant to say it this way, or I actually wanted to say that first, not last. Don't worry about it just turn up because people yeah. aren't going to criticize those details they're going to appreciate the fact that you are turning up and, and going back to the candle maker or, or the candle you know seller of that business you know packing orders behind the scenes mm-hmm. like that's just little bits of gold right there there are so many things that we consider ordinary that to others are extraordinary so Absolutely. I stole that line from a from a friend, I confess, but yeah, it's so true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and just what you said then, you know, is a prime example. You're like, oh, Jen, you do such a great job. I do a crap job. I think I do a crap job of it, but I try. And that's that's the perception of the audience. So even if you are sort of, uh, you know, think, oh, I, I can't fit in all that I have to do, if you start, then your audience is going to be impressed. 
you know, despite the fact whether or not you're thinking you're doing a good mm. job or whether you think you should do it more often, you know, your audience is your judge of that. So, yeah, like, you know, I think I need to be more consistent and I need to show up more on live. But, you know, I'm also a mum and I run businesses and things like that. So I do what I can do. But it is the perception of the user. And, you know, I guess at the end of the day, it's all about trying to stand out and attract your tribe yeah for sure and and let people in you know let them get to know you as a human and you know it may not be behind the scenes of your business like if I took a video at my desk and you saw all my post-it notes that would be <laughs> horrific like I could not even show I would have to clean for an hour before I could even put a camera on my desk it is insane sometimes we do that sometimes they're the efforts that we want to go to to turn up um, but also you know behind the scenes of your life you as a human if you're you know, comfortable to share your, you know, inner kind of personal life, you know, like you said, Jen, in the garden, you know, yeah. that's part of you and then that's something that you do. It may not be a direct reflection on your business and your business offerings, but that's you as a human and that's what people want to get to know, like and trust, which yeah. I've stolen from you, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> I think I stole that from someone. But you are so right and this isn't like this is something I've grown into and something I've actually measured in my own socials and also my client socials and things like that like before I went out um, and created social media marketing Australia I was in a partnership with another marketer um, and we did tours around Australia and we did capital cities I would not have told one person in that room that I lived on a farm I was you know I I thought they would think that I knew nothing if I was from the country like I clearly I had to be a Sydney person but so this is something I've grown into. I've learned to embrace the fact that I live on a farm and that I work from home, which is now trendy and cool, which wasn't when I started. So, but I'm attracting the people who like that side of me and, you know, like um, those values and morals that I put out there and showing up for them. Like the people who think that only city people know everything, that's okay. There's someone else for them out there. But this is something I've had to learn to embrace myself. This, you know, it's not, um, something that I've always noticed but it's something I've tested and measured and now know actually works. Yeah and Jen that's a really good segue into something else that I wanted to bring out in today's podcast is a little bit of understanding as to how you got where you are now. So Social Media and Marketing Australia obviously came from somewhere and I just wondered if you'd like to share the little bit of a backstory about how that all evolved for you. Yeah. Um, the quick version or the long version. So basically, like I said, I was in a partnership with another marketing person. Um, he did marketing. I did social media. We made a great team. Um, it went south um, rather quickly um, for, you know, reasons that don't need to be disclosed on podcasts, of course. Uh, but then I was kind of like, man, I don't have a job what am I going to do? And so, um, you know, I, I guess it was kind of um, Christmas time, like that November, December, everyone was starting to shut down. And so I thought, right, I need to start my own business. And actually the, the name Social Media and Marketing Australia came because I hopped online, you know, into Venture IP, which is, you know, where I've got all my domains, typed in socialmediaandmarketing.com.au and it said it was free. And I'm like, you've 
got to be kidding. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my entire life. So that's how I created my my business name. And then when I went to register my business, that was taken. So I tapped Australia on the end of it. And, uh, you know, that was as simple as that. Um, Yeah, I must admit the branding and things are starting to move as I embrace the human to human marketing more into Jen Donovan rather than social media marketing Australia. And I can see eventually, Mm. like if you type in jendonovan.com.au, you will go to my social media and marketing website. But eventually I think the branding will move more towards Mm -hmm. a a personal brand. But yeah, that's just basically how I started my business. And I had a few clients follow me from my previous business. So I was lucky enough to start off with some clients and then it was like, well, how can I stand out from the crowd? Oh, I can do a podcast. So that's why I decided to do a podcast was to try and look a little bit different and share that knowledge out there, which has been one of the best marketing decisions I have made. Mm, that's awesome. Jen, thanks for sharing that. I appreciate that so much. I think it's really, it's interesting, you know, in these interviews of the podcast to actually understand where it all came from as well. Like we turn up, you know, this human to human space, and this is one of those elements, you know, chatting on a podcast, this is a, a video series as well, you know, turning up and, and sharing our stories of where it all began is is key to being known and, and people wanting to work with us. So I appreciate that so, so much. And, and thank you for sharing as well so Jen I've got another little segment to the show I don't think I don't think we did this last time I don't think this existed last time I have a little tin (laughs) inside this tin and it sounds different I just reprinted all the questions because they were getting a little bit manky and, and I thought it was time for a refresh inside this tin I'm going to select five random questions for you and All right, I think I, I'm a little bit busy, last... Kerry. I have to go now. Bye. No? Oh, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> no, you're not getting out of it that fast. No way. No way. This is, hey, this is in line with this uh, podcast and this topic, Human to Human Marketing. We're going to get to know Jen. So okay. five random questions out of the tin. I have to hold the tin up. My last guest called me out. <laughs> and there's one, two, and three. And I have no idea what these are. It is very randomly selected. So I have five. I will put away the tin because it's a little bit scary. Not nervous ready, at Jen? all. Okay. No. Yeah. No. All right. The first question is, Jen, who did you most admire as a child? Oh, who did I most admire as a child? Oh, God. I don't know. Um, probably... My, well, I don't know about a child, child, but probably my year eight English teacher, um, which I Mm -hmm. still keep in contact with a lot on social media. I had quite a few tragedies happen early in my um, high school life and she was a great support. So I always admired her and still do. And, you know, we follow each other's journey still. So I would have to say her. Otherwise, my pet sheep, I loved my pet sheep. I wanted to be my own pet sheep because she had a great life. <laughs> Her name was Susie. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh, so either the English teacher or Susie the sheep. Okay, yep, I, I can yeah. take it. I can somewhere take it. in between. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic, Jen. The next question is: What's your favourite non-business activity? Oh, my favourite non-business activity is surrounding myself with my friends. I love. 
yeah, just going out with my friends uh, and, you know, just having a laugh and catching up with them and uh, all our children, all my best friends, all our children are growing up so quick. So we kind of get together and hear about what all the kids are doing. The conversation is very different to what it was, you know, 20 years ago. But yeah, I just love to be a little bit social when I'm not working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jen, that's fantastic. Thank you. And I think there's so many of us right now that just want to spend so much time with our friends, like ridiculous mm-hmm. amounts. So yes, I agree. I agree. Jen, uh, the next question is, what is your favourite colour and why? <laughs> My favourite colour is blue, but I don't know which one came first because I am a Carlton supporter and I think that I either like blue Ooh. because they're the blues or I liked them because I liked blue. So I'm not quite sure which which came first, the chicken or the egg. Don't ask me anything about AFL football, <laughs> though. I know nothing. I just say I barrack for them because I always have, but really I know nothing. Oh, I love it. I was originally, I confess, originally a blue supporter myself and my husband has converted me to the cats. No I don't know. way. I, well, I've got, I I'm def- Carlton, defected. my husband's, <laughs> I'm Carlton, my husband's Collingwood and we got three cats children. I have no idea. Neither of us won. So there you go. <laughs> wow. Where did that come from? Hmm. Weird. <clears throat> All right, so the next question is, and this one's interesting, are you a home chef or a takeaway pro? What's your preference, home cooking or takeaway? I'm not a home chef pro, but I find takeaway very boring. Um, You know, I guess living rurally, we don't have all the options that you might have if you live in the city. So we might get takeaway maybe once a week or something like that. But I find that we just use the same takeaway all the time. So um, funnily enough, prior to my social media and marketing business and marketing, I had a kitchenware shop. So I was in retail and so we had a kitchenware oh, shop. I yes. cannot cook or bake. So we were the biggest joke. We had a, a hugely successful business, but anyone who knew us well thought it was really quite funny because neither of us could cook or bake. So there you go. <laughs> Hey, you know, you don't have to be the chef and the pro in the kitchen to sell the the kitchen wares, right? Clearly, that that Apparently not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, love it. All right, Jen, this is the last question and then I'm going to let you out of the hot seat. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? Oh, gosh. Um, I do love where I live. Um, and I love the lifestyle that I have for sure. But I have to say my favourite place in the world, and I'd have to be quite rich to live there, was a couple of years ago when we could travel. I went to Niagara Falls and we stayed in the penthouse at the Hilton Hotel and I got to have a bath overlooking the falls. I would do that every day of my life if I was rich enough. It was the most amazing, magical thing that has ever happened. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds super cool. And hopefully, you know, knock on wood and and into the future, let's get in a little time machine and go for a ride. At one point in time, we'll be able to do that again. Yay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I would would buy that penthouse and live there if I could. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Definitely. Okay. We're going to have to sell a lot of marketing for you, Jen. We're going to have to really put the word out. (laughs) 
Awesome. Jen, before we wrap up the show, where can we find you? For anyone listening that wants to reach out to you and get, you know, get into some of this awesome, amazing stuff that you share about social media marketing and, and the strategy behind it, how can they find you? Thank you. Um, look, you can find me on pretty much all the platforms um, at, on Instagram at Jen Donovan underscore. Um, LinkedIn is a place I like to hang out. Otherwise, um, on Facebook, it's really inside my like-minded business owners. Facebook group is where, you know, we share all the gold and create that community. But, you know, I would also love the support through um, Spend With Us as well. Like if you're looking for gifts and um, Christmas gifts and things like that to support those rural mm-hmm. and regional small businesses, we don't really get much from the sales. Uh, so you're really just supporting the people that we're supporting. So I would love everyone to keep that um, website in mind as they go to buy gifts and things like that. That would mean a, a lot. Awesome. Thank you, Jen. Thank you so much for being on the show once again. Oh my God. Second time round. Fantastic. Great conversation. And thank you for sharing so many great insights to help us, you know, turn up in the human to human marketing space. I really appreciate your time. It's been a pleasure. It's been so fun. Thanks, Jen. We will chat again really soon. See ya. Thank you for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast. It was lovely to share this episode with you. Remember to subscribe to catch all future episodes and I would also very much love it if you'd leave me a rating or a review. Until next time, remember that you can also go from headache to heaven in a heartbeat.